This podcast is sponsored by Cloud Optimizer. As a business owner or IT manager, are your cloud investment costs going up and you don't know why? It's time for Cloud Optimizer. As you migrate your business to the cloud, what you're spending and why you're spending it can get a little hazy. But Cloud Optimizer clears up the mystery and puts the cloud to work for you. Cloud Optimizer starts by analyzing usage patterns, right-sizing resources, leveraging discounts you may not be aware of, implementing automation, and much more. And by reducing unnecessary expenses and maximizing performance, Cloud Optimizer guarantees you a savings of five times what you spend for their service. As you utilize cloud-based services more and more, you don't have to lose sight or control of your spend. You can stay agile, streamline your costs, and optimize your performance, plus save significant money with Cloud Optimizer. Make the cloud work for you with Cloud Optimizer. Get a free assessment and find out how much you can save by going to cloudoptimizer.com. Go to cloudoptimizer.com for your free assessment. That's cloudoptimizer.com. I'm Rachel Hampton. And I'm Madison Malone Kircher. You're listening to ICYMI. In case you missed it, Slate's podcast about internet culture. And we are back, back in the Northeast, back from South by Southwest. Madison, thank God, did not buy a 10 gallon hat, which means I didn't have to quit the show. I mean, you weren't with me the entire time we were in Texas. You can't confirm that I didn't buy a 10 gallon hat. If I don't see it, it's not real. So as Rachel said, we are squarely back in the Northeast, but our show, however, remains in Texas, because what you're going to hear today is the second half of our first ever live show, which we taped earlier this week in Austin, Texas. It's March Madness, y'all. From the two sportiest people you know, we're doing a bracket of the most important internet ephemera that we could we could collect from y'all. You sent some great submissions in. And there, there are some surprises here, Madison. I enjoyed playing this game immensely, and I'm so glad we get to share it with all of you now. So uh, without any further ado, we're back with uh, some March Madness, which makes a lot of sense, because if you listen to the show, you know that Rachel and I love sports. So many sports. We love them. Sports ball. Sports <laughs> game. I can't even come up with another noun. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yes. Sports. Yes. Uh, so we're going to play a little bit of a game here on ICYMI today to decide on the most iconic piece of internet ephemera. I would say iconic is the right word. The, the, the internet thing that will end up in the history books. Yes. The textbook that you and I have just decided that we will be publishing. Yes. We will make a lot of money off of that. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Don't steal this idea. <laughs> <laughs> so here's how it goes. We have a bracket with four categories. There are two competitors in each. Winners will be chosen by our live audience. Hello. And uh, at the end, we will have one supreme victor. Yes. Uh, The four categories are horny on main, (laughs) cinema, TikTok, and Tumblr history, which is Madison's favorite category. (laughs) We make a lot of compromises here on ICYMI, which is why you'll note under Tumblr history is a topic that involves Taylor Swift. (laughs) Uh, and when Rachel says cinema, or as we've been saying it for a week now, cinema, yep. uh, Italian, little Italian kiss, uh, <laughs> we're talking about viral masterpieces. Mm-hmm. Uh, a couple more rules. Did we say we were going to flip a coin to pick topics? We did. Did you bring a coin? Bring a coin. Anybody got a coin? <laughs> <laughs> this is the interactive portion. We did this on purpose. Give us your money. Does anybody have a twenty we could flip? Oh yeah. 
<laughs> Danielle okay. Hewitt, friend of the show. We do have a coin. Yes. We're each going to get 30 seconds to talk about each topic. Mm-hmm. Um, if the category has a video, you will get to see it. Um, you cannot repeat material. So each argument has to be new, fundamentally. And uh, finally, the last round is taboo. So you can't say any of the words involved in the category. Yes. This is going to be a disaster. It's going to be great. Um, I'm going to leave you in charge of corn flipping because I don't actually know how to do that. Okay. (laughs) I always drop it. Don't ask questions. This is not the interactive portion of the game. Uh, coming soon on Slate Plus, Rachel learns how to flip a coin. I mean, I did recently learn how to use a lighter in the past year, so, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm learning so much about you. We should travel more often. Yeah, we should. You'll learn everything you need to know about me. Alrighty, so we are going to start with uh, cinema. I can only hear Kate Hudson in Nine. I haven't seen that movie. Cinema Italiano. And we have reached the singing portion of the show. It happens every single time. That's how you know it's a good show. We found our flow. I'm singing show tunes. Oh my gosh. Okay, before you start singing Cats, let's Okay, so (laughs) the options are Golden Girls Remix or Grape Stomp Lady. Heads or tails? Heads? It's heads. Wow, so I get to pick? Mm -hmm. Uh Uh-oh, Golden Girl Remix for me. (laughs) Alrighty, hold on. Hallelujah. I'm going to be honest, I really don't feel like I have to explain why I that needs agree to be with you. in there, but I will go for it. Alrighty, you have 30 seconds on the clock. Ready, set, go. Okay, all I want to say is you just watched the video, but obviously it's iconic. I mean, the wig snatch at the end, do you see the range? This man was clearly in a church choir at some point. He picked the perfect song. Also, Golden Girls is one of the best intro musics in the world next to a different world. And then he made it better. How do you make something like that better? I don't know, but he did it and he keeps doing it. The ad libs simply iconic. There's no way to express. Honestly, I don't even need the entire time. Y'all saw the video. That's why. (laughs) Three, two, one. (laughs) I have to tell you that I never remember to change my phone alarm sound away from that. So that is the nightmare noise that wakes me up every single morning. (laughs) All right, Madison, you're you're doing grape stomp, lady. It's a lot of fun. A whole day. Stop. All right, Madison, you got 30 seconds on the clock. Ready, set, go. Okay, every movie at the Academy Awards this year wants what this film has. The rise and literal fall of action. (laughs) The category is cinema, and this is nothing short of cinematic. That horrible crunching noise, a Foley artist wishes they could recreate that in studio. Also, this woman is my white whale. I am desperate to talk to her. I'm pretty sure she left journalism after this. Who can blame her? It sounded really painful. Also, look, it's an allegory. It's a story about the glorification of alcohol in American culture. The dangers. You got trouble with a capital T and that rhymes with, you know. Yeah, stop, stop. (laughs) Not you making it about alcoholism. (laughs) (laughs) We're a teetotaling podcast now. (laughs) That's a new development. (laughs) 
All right, so it is up to y'all, the audience, to decide which one progresses in the March Madness bracket. We will go by applause, yeah. I guess. All right, so if you want Gospel Girl Remix to go forward, please clap. And for Grape Stomp Lady. Wow. <laughs> See, I didn't even have to use all my time. Farewell, Grape Lady. It's okay. I we'll, still no, hardly know ye. We'll, we'll get her on the pod, and then that'll be the internet textbook. Okay. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7, U.S.-based, live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. What's the next category? What is the next category? The next category is Horny on Main. A very Texan category in honor of this South by Southwest show. So our competitors in this corner weighing in at I don't know. Ted Cruz has probably put his weight on the internet at some point. That seems like a thing straight men do. Yeah, it's definitely on there. Maybe Beto too. I don't know. Yeah. So we have in one corner the Beto O'Rourke sex tweet, and in the other (laughs) we have well the Ted Cruz sex tweet. So flip the coin. No, I didn't pick. (laughs) Heads or or tails? Heads or tails? Tails. (laughs) It's tails. Wow! I get to pick the beta sex tweet. Did you plant this coin in the audience? Well, I I mean, well, there's a heads and a tail, so clearly not. Mm. Interesting. (laughs) Okay. I pick different ones each time. Okay, I do have to pull up the beta rex sex tweet, which has, I think, been deleted off the internet, but everything lives forever on the internet. Hey, look at your lovely partner who transcribed it for you into this Google Doc. Wow. All right, so give me 30 seconds on the clock. I would, nothing would make me happier if you vote for me. Okay, 30 <laughs> seconds. On your mark, get set, go. Okay, so the tweet reads, Oh, Heda and Evanadia's cadence are like the guys who think good sex is pumping away while you're making a grocery list in your head, wondering when he'll be done. O'Rourke is like the guy who is all sweet and nerdy but holds you down and makes you come until your calves cramp? What the f- <laughs> Fuck, like, Beto was running for president, as were these other two men. I always forget how many people are involved in this tweet until I see it again, because all I can focus on is the fact that Ten someone seconds. looked at Beto O'Rourke and was like, you know what, that man fucks good. I cannot <laughs> believe that this woman was so horny. And then what's funny is that anyone asks her about it now, she gets so mad. <laughs> I just, I always forget how dirty the word calves is in this context. There's like, just something about the calf cramp that's so visceral. I don't, I don't think of my calves as being terribly sensual, but you know, now I'm like, should I have worn longer pants? No, it's <laughs> it's it's body horror. <laughs> like bodies, 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 who? <laughs> All right, Madison, you have 30 seconds to explain the Ted Cruz sex tweet. You ready? <laughs> I am. Three, two, one. The year is 2017, and Ted Cruz, a Texas senator, likes a porn tweet on Twitter. And first of all, I would like to say we are a pro-porn tweet podcast. Who among us has not liked a porn tweet on Twitter once or twice? Sorry, Mom and Dad, I absolutely know you're listening to this. But anyway, this is a man who one time supported a ban on sex toys, like literally was like, no dildos for you, Texas, sorry. Uh, But then the comms department of Ted Cruz's office is like, the offensive tweet posted earlier was removed by staff and reported to Twitter. Here's the thing. There was no tweet posted. He just liked a tweet, and those are public, a thing that many people forget very often. So, one, Ted Cruz doesn't understand Twitter. Two, Ted Cruz understands Twitter very well because he found the porn. You didn't describe what the porn was. 
Wasn't it hentai? No. No. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> like I said, we're a pro porn tweet <laughs> podcast. Apologies for the libel, Ted Cruz. Please do not sue me. <laughs> no, no. Come on. The bad things are happening in Texas. He probably fled. Oh, that is true. He's probably in somewhere. <laughs> yeah, just on a resort somewhere. Yeah, you know? All right, so you have two choices of cursed content because these are objectively cursed tweets or like tweets. So if you <laughs> think you. the Beto sex tweet should go in the history internet books, please clap. <laughs> you all look very uncomfortable clapping for this, and I understand why. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and Ted Cruz porn tweet like. Y'all just don't like calves, and it's fine. <laughs> All right, that's one for you, one for me. Okay. Okay, next category. Next up, we have TikTok. The thing we spend most of our time on, on this show, in life, in general. So we have two TikToks for you. We're uh, not flipping a coin, because we each submitted these, and I feel very strongly about my choice. Not you changing the rules of the game yeah. right now. Yeah. I have the coin. Wow. <laughs> Maybe you would just win the coin toss this time. I have the coin, okay. <laughs> Are you actually going to do it? Heads or tails? Heads. For the love of all that oh is holy, God. Rachel. <laughs> I'm heads. psychic. Okay, but I, I will choose the FBI agent one so that you can have the one that you want. Thank you. Thank you so much. You're welcome. This game is totally not rigged. Alrighty. <laughs> 21 minutes and 20 showing on a sweater. All right. All right. You've got 30 seconds on the clock. All right. For the people at home who can't see what is actually happening on screen, there is a guy in his room just vibing along to this song. And then when the fucking beat drops, this FBI agent is vibing along with him because we all know the NSA is watching despite what Madison tells us. Our phones are listening to us. Whenever I talk about anything on this show, I'd immediately get an ad for it later. So Madison's incorrect. And that is why this should be in the Hall of Fame. But also, it's just seconds. so relatable to be in your room absolutely vibing, realizing your camera is on and being like, you know what? Someone in the government saw this, and I hope that they enjoyed the show. <laughs> I didn't remember roasting Madison being part of the rules of this game. It goes without saying. Yeah, I should have known. Yeah, yeah, I'm sorry to say that's just part of, the, part of what happens here. All right, Madison, as I very benevolently gave you the one that you wanted, Thank are you. you ready to explain this TikTok that is about to be played? Roll the clip. What is a muse? I mean, I was Josh Safdie's muse when he wrote Uncut Jams. Right. Do you know what I mean? All right, Madison, you have 30 seconds to tell me why Uncut Jams should be in the history books. Go. Okay, so that's Julia Fox. She's an actress and model, and also she was in the titular Uncut Gems. Uh, she's on the podcast Call Her Daddy. I don't have time for that. It's a very controversial podcast, but I keep finding myself watching it, and she's like, yeah, I was Josh Shafty's muse in Uncut Gems. This is how I will be greeting my Uncle James at every family function from now until... He dies. Or me, I guess. Uh, this will be confusing uh, to him because he's been seconds. Uncle Jimmy my entire life, but he is now Uncle Joms because that is how ubiquitous this term has become. I still have listeners DMing me months later being like, why are people talking about uncut gems? Julia Fox wow. said she was stoned on the podcast. Ooh, that's a new twist I didn't know. Yeah. You should have kept that for your second round. Well, it was after time, so by the... Yeah. No. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so we are now voting... Yeah. If we think FBI agent should make its way into the internet history books, please clap. I feel like I already know that this one's going to go to Uncut Joms, <laughs> but please clap for Uncut Joms. Let's do it for the Uncut Joms. <laughs> 
Do you know what I mean? You know, <laughs> do you know what I mean? <laughs> Unfortunately, that is stuck in my head, so I will give you that one. Alrighty, and now Tumblr history. Woo! And heads or tails? Tails. It's heads. Wow! <laughs> my prescience has finally run out. <laughs> okay. Uh, I would like no, it's Becky, which leaves you with, with Dashcon. Dashcon. <laughs> I heard a god in the audience, and that's the exact right response. <laughs> All right. Okay. God, this is going to be complicated. Would you like to go first? Yeah. All right. <laughs> Let's get You've it out the way. You've got 30 seconds on the clock. Ready, set, go. Okay, DashCon is a convention for Tumblr that a bunch of Tumblr fans decided to put together. If you've ever been on Tumblr your entire life, you should know that these people cannot organize their way out of a paper bag, let alone <laughs> actually a real convention. But somehow a hotel in Indianapolis was like, yeah, sure, y'all can have your little convention here. The thing is, nothing worked. They were like, there's going to be a ball pit for activities. It was literally just like a kiddie pool full of ball pits, full of balls, actually, in a like empty conference room like the one that we're kind of in right now imagine that but there's no carpet it's just concrete like it's insane and someone peed in the ball pit <laughs> okay i'd like to correct a few things firstly we have lots of lovely fans in the audience we today. do we do apologies i meant more like the conference room we're in not that it was empty but imagine I a ball pit no back urine there. filled ball pit to speak of <laughs> thank god <laughs> all right very you well have done 30 seconds to explain no it's becky to me. You ready? Yeah, I am. Three, two, one, go. Okay, so back in 2012, somebody posted this black and white photo of Taylor Swift on Tumblr being like, this is my friend Becky. Mm -hmm. She died after tragically snorting marijuana one night. <laughs> Dare to keep kids off drugs, folks. Okay, so here's the thing. Objectively, this is already very funny. Somebody named Bitch Pudding reblogs it and is like, this is Taylor Swift. And then somebody named, let me get this right, Dunder Milflin. <laughs> Weighs in and is like, Ten no, seconds. it's Becky. Two years later, Taylor Swift joins Tumblr, and the first thing she posts, or one of the first things she posts, is her in a t-shirt that says, no, it's Becky. We love a pop star who gets the joke, who gets the internet. Wow. That was perfect. Thank you. I I'd like extra points for the pronunciation of Dunder Milflin. Um, I will give you 0.5 points for that. Thank but you. that's also not how this game works. It's so. not. <laughs> so we now turn it to the audience. All those in favor of, no, it's Becky. Please clap. Tough crowd. <laughs> All right, on the outside, looking and in. And give it up for DashCon. <laughs> this is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. In 2007, TV network CBS dropped 40 kids in the middle of the New Mexico desert as part of a brand new reality show. These kids would have to build their own society from scratch. And if this sounds like Lord of the Flies to you, well, it was meant to. We were on this mission together. We were going to prove to the world that we could make a better society than adults could. I'm Josh Gwynn, and I want to know what this wild TV experiment was really about. Split Screen, Kid Nation, a six-part podcast from CBC. Available now. Thanks so much for listening. We are so glad you are here, especially if this is your first time tuning into our show. Uh, yeehaw, as Rachel told me I was allowed to say precisely one time when we were in Austin. 
In case you uh, missed it, our show comes out twice a week on Wednesdays and Saturdays, so please subscribe to make sure you never miss an episode. This past Wednesday's episode was with Bridget Todd, host of the fantastic podcast There Are No Girls on the Internet. She is, in my humble opinion, simply the best, and we know you're going to love hearing this conversation with her. All right, so we have our new four contenders, which are Dashcon, Golden Girls Remix, Ted Cruz, Ted porn Cruz, tweet. not the Beto sex tweet. No, you didn't win. Are you sure? I'm positive. <laughs> okay, fair. And then Uncut Jams. Uncut Jams. Uncut Jams. <laughs> okay, it's Ted Cruz versus the Golden Girls remix up first. Madison, did you lose the coin? No. Yeah. Yes. No, I have the coin. I have the coin. Okay. I forgot that we'd continue to need it. All right, so. Wow, this is actually going to be really hard. I know. Ted Cruz, Golden Girls. Okay. Heads or tails? Tails. Heads. Which one are you doing? I want Ted Cruz. Oh, yay. Okay, do you want to go first? I don't. Okay, <laughs> fine. <laughs> I'll do the Golden Girls remix. All right, you have 30 seconds on the clock. Ready, set, go. Okay, I really feel like I said all I needed to say in the beginning, and I can't repeat anything I said in the beginning. Do I remember what I said? I don't really. Anyway, so this is like, I, I don't know how to describe to you how impressive it is, this man's vocal control. He goes through so many different keys and note changes. I actually don't know if that's true because I don't understand music. Madison's going to correct me after this. But what's important here is that Ten seconds. he acts out the entire moment, staring deadpan into the camera for 45 seconds, which is kind of a long video on the internet, and yet every single time I watch it all the way through. Y'all watched it all the way through. I caught, I, 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 I seed my time. <laughs> there was no time left. Yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> because I seeded it. Because yes. I seeded okay. it. <laughs> okay. Okay, so speaking of seeding time in Congress, Ted Cruz, Ted are you Cruz. ready to talk about the porn tweet? <laughs> I'm ready to talk about the porn tweet. Okay, three, two, one, go. Okay, the porn tweet was not hentai, but it was still a porn tweet. <laughs> Ted Cruz... As the aftermath of this is falling out, which, by the way, I feel like this would have been a good humanizing moment for Ted Cruz to be like, yes, I or someone I employ liked a porn tweet. We are human. That would be a first for the Ted Cruz office. But he said that there were a lot of people who had access and that it was an accidental like. And then the quote was, it was a staffing issue. It was inadvertent. It was a mistake. My favorite part, it was not a deliberate action. <laughs> the physical action of liking the tweet was not deliberate. The spirit moved whoever saw that porn as it should move you to vote for Ted Cruz. Porn tweet. But not really. But not really. Don't vote. <laughs> Just for the porn tweet. Alrighty. All right. Well, is it Golden Girls Remix once again? Ted Cruz porn tweet. Oh, Golden Girls sailing through. I think they just don't want to hear about this porn tweet one more time. Honestly, I'm running out of things to Which, say about it without graphically describing the sex act that was occurring, so this is better. I mean... Nope, you won. Okay. <laughs> I mean, accuracy in journalism, you know? All right, so our, our next death match is Uncut Joms. And Dashcon. Dash I keep losing this quarter, yeah, I apologize. Heads or tails? Tails. Tails. I kind of want to make you defend Dashcon. Okay, I can do that. I'm going to make you go first. <laughs> okay. Okay, 30 seconds. All right, three, two, one, go. Okay, you should vote for Dashcon this time, but because I'm going to give you the accurate information, because it was not in Indiana. It was in Illinois. Accuracy in journalism. 
Okay, so the thing <laughs> that Rachel also did not mention is that they crowdfunded $4,000 and then in like the week of the conference, they raised another 20 grand and everybody accused the hosts of this of like grifting and then they posted all these receipts being like, no, this crappy hotel in Ten Illinois seconds. really did cost as much money. Dashcon <laughs> walked so that Tanacon, if you know, you know, could run so that Fire Festival could fly. <laughs> Dashcon for president. Honestly... I don't think I could have done it better myself. Thanks. I'm glad that my influence has rubbed off yeah, this Yeah, I hate that I know this much about <laughs> DashCon. It's in your head now, and that was really the point of the podcast all along. Alrighty, you have 30 seconds to defend Anka Goms. Anka Goms. Okay, what Madison fails to really mention is how viral the phrase uncut joms has become. I don't even know how to describe how many videos use this audio in TikTok. I would venture somewhere in the many millions. The phrase uncut joms no longer exists in reference to um, What's-Her-Face, who I don't even really remember her name at this moment. I don't, I don't, I'm so sorry. It exists as its own thing. Ten seconds. And that is the real mark of a viral thing. You can just say uncut joms and most people will know what you mean. They even hear the way you say Joms, and they know you're saying gems. <laughs> okay. Her name is Julia Fox. I knew it was Julia. We did a whole episode about her dating Julia Kanye Stiles. West, not Julia Stiles. I mean, are you sure? Have I'm, you ever seen them in the same space? I can't say that I have. Okay, okay so if you would like to vote for Anka Goms, please clap. Okay, Dashcon. I used all my good material. <laughs> <laughs> wow. All, all right. right. So our final matchup, the unlikely event of the season. <laughs> Dashcon v. Golden, Golden Girls, Girls Gospel Remix. Remix. As we mentioned at the beginning, uh, this round is taboo. Yes. So you can't say Golden Girls Gospel or Remix. And you can't say Dashcon. Or Ball Pit. Let's make it fair. Heads or tails? Heads. Tails. Wow, you get to pick. I can't believe I'm saying this, but I want to talk about DashCon. <laughs> I'm so proud. It took a year, but you wore me down. I really feel like this game has given me what I needed, and uh, that is this. Okay, so I'm doing. What am I doing? Gossip Girl Remix. Yeah. Wow. I was like, you saying Gossip Girl Remix? <laughs> it's, it's, it's. That's one secret I'll never tell. <laughs> XOXO Gossip Girl. Mm 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 mm. Okay, so I can't say gossip. I you, can't, you I can't say, say gossip. Girl. You can. <laughs> okay, I can't say Golden Girls remix gospel. gospel. Okay, yes. you got okay. thirty seconds on the clock. Ready? Yeah. Set, go. <laughs> I'm really struggling to think of what I should say, but honestly, again, y'all have seen the video, and it is so good. Also, the song was written by the same man who wrote Spooky Scary Skeletons, which is another like iconic song, so the man really has been working so hard in his life to do this for all of us. Also, The Golden Girls is a perfect show because it's about female friends. <laughs> Fuck! <laughs> Ten all seconds. Right. I, no, I'm, I, that means I lost that round. Yeah, Bree Siders, isn't that too bad? Wow. Okay, well, <laughs> two, one. <laughs> you know, if I had said Gossip Girl instead, that would have worked out better for yeah, me. Yeah, you really should have just gone really with what you've been doing the whole time. No, I'm sorry. I'm striving for accuracy in journalism, and it's not going well for me. <laughs> going back to misinformation. <laughs> okay. So I can't say Dashcon or Ball Pit. No. Three, 
two, one, go. So the hall in which there was this inflatable barrel filled with round plastic objects for children. As we mentioned before, there were some bodily fluids, but we didn't get into all the bodily fluids because there was also a rumor that someone was conceived in that (gasps) barrel full of round children's toys, which I don't actually think is true because that would imply that somebody, actually some bodies, actually might have had fun at uh, (laughs) synonym for sprint Synonym for large group of people convening South by Southwest is a... This feels like cheating. <laughs> no, it's just that I'm really good at taboo. Okay, well, we're, we're down to the last minute. Yeah, we are. Are you, are you ready to see who won? Yeah. All right. Uh, gossip. Fuck. Golden Girls remix. <laughs> and then Dashcon. Wow. Honestly, though, I kind of feel like we both won because DashCon won through you. It did. (laughs) The spirit moved you. In the end, we were all winners. Yes. Thank you all so much for joining us here today, Rachel. First live show in the books. I know. We did it. We have confused two very popular television franchises, but otherwise, I think this went great. I mean, we have not maligned anybody. (laughs) See you online. See you online. Or not. All right, that is the show. We will be back in y'all's feed on Wednesday, so please subscribe. Unfortunately, there probably will not be any sports because we have exhausted all of our sports knowledge. Please leave a rating and review in Apple or Spotify. Tell your friends about us. Tell your festivals about us. Tell anybody who might host us for a live event about us. You can also follow us on Twitter at SCYMI underscore pod, which is also where you can DM us your questions. Like... Is Dashcom the most important thing to ever happen on the internet? And as always, you can ask us that question at ICYMI at Slate.com. ICYMI is produced by Daniel Schrader. We're edited by Forrest Wickman and Allegra Frank. Alicia Montgomery is executive producer of Slate Podcast. And a big special thank you to Katie Rayford. See you online. Or at Dashcom. Y'all ready for this? What song are you singing? With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.